This is Melissa Cohn from Family First Funding, welcoming you to the 2019 season launch of my series, Ladies Who Launch, where we will be interviewing women in business who are doing cutting-edge work in their field and talking about the work, the drive, the history that brings them to this moment in time, and all things around entertaining, engaging, educating ourselves, making sure when we walk in any room, we have the tools to be the best we can be on any field in which we choose to play. Let the conversation begin. Hey, it's Christine Mercer from Blue Shoe Strategy on our Ladies Who Launch podcast. And today I'm very excited to be speaking with Louise Lloyd from the Sandcastle Resort in Provincetown, Massachusetts. And she's actually a client of Blue Shoes, but really we're in awe of her because one of the things that this woman has done is totally understood how to do hotel reservations using not just all the Travelocity and the rest of them, but also Airbnb. And I wanted to ask her to come on today and answer a few questions to sort of enlighten some people who are trying to work out all this nuance around that. So thanks for coming. You're welcome. Happy to be here. Yeah. I live here. She's really not happy to be here, but she said she'd do it anyway. So we're going to give her that moment. But interestingly, Louise worked in sales for... Martha's Vineyard Magazine, part of the Gazette. Part of the Gazette, exactly. And for years and years and years. And then she left to go ahead and start working in sales at the resort around all of the online services that are feeding them. And what would you say, Louise, like... Obviously, you want booking to go through the hotel directly when possible. But really what you've done is you've really learned each and every Travelocity. Give me like a one or two lines on each of the services that are feeding reservations and what you think is different about them. You have online travel agents like Travelocity, Expedia, etc. Who Expedia and Booking.com have got the majority. They own all the online travel agents and they charge you for it. You also have Airbnb, who was fairly new, really. It's only like four years old, but they only charge 3%. So you don't want your profit to go to the online travel agents. You really want people to book direct, which is very hard because the travel agents have a monopoly on... Well, they do on Google. What we found in working with them, interestingly enough, because Booking.com and Google now have arrangements together, you can't even own your own brand. So if you type in the Sandcastle Resort, Provincetown, booking is going to come up before you anyway. It's crazy. They sneak in there and they steal all your direct bookings that they can. Okay, so you made a decision a few years ago that you were going to work with them and you weren't going to worry about taking business away from them, you were just going to worry about getting as many bookings as possible in as many areas. Yes, because you need them. To fill your hotel, you need them. So so do you have a relationship with each of them? I do. With a person? With a person, with a manager. Is that? Do you recommend that highly? I do, because they can give you insights into how to get around certain things, how to benefit from their site. So they do really help you. It does help. And also helps you understand if you don't understand exactly how their website works and the specials you can put on, etc. They can help you navigate that. Now, one of the things that I know that you've learned is every day you go in and you adjust your rate for your hotel based on other rates from other hotels. Or Can you just walk us through how you approach that and how do you find the time in each and every day to do it? You want me to give away my secrets? I do. Oh, no. Yeah, just one of them. Well, as long as nobody's listening to this, I can tell you. I'll tell you, women are listening to this, and what you want is we're all helping each other. All right, then, as long as only women are listening. Yeah, ladies who launch, women who launch other women. So 
it depends on, it's not every day in the off season. In the height of the season, it has to be every day or there or close enough. And I want to make sure that anybody going on to one of the websites of the OTAs are going to come to us. So I try to make sure that at least one of our rooms is one of the lowest there to bring them onto the site. Do you think that's how people choose? They go a in lot and of look- people, if uh. you're going on to an OTA, like Expedia Orbits, etc., they're looking for a deal. Yeah. There are some people who know they, the place and they know what they're looking for. But most people think they're going on there to get it cheaper. They're not. It's a fallacy that, in fact, often, if you phone the hotel direct, you get a cheaper rate. Huh. Do you do yeah. that at the Sandcastle? If someone calls yes. you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, our, our direct rates are cheaper. You can't do cheaper rates online on your website because the OTAs have a little bot that goes out and checks it every now and then. And if you do that, you get a nasty little note to say, uh, we notice there's no parity between your rate and ours, and it's... Oh dear, so you change it. Oh, I'm so sorry, what an error that was. It's terrible, what an error. And that error keeps happening. I don't know why. It must be our new staff that don't know the system. So I do that. And also, depending on availability, if I have a lot of availability, I might reduce the price. If the weather's going to be bad, I might reduce the price. If we don't have much availability, I'll raise the price. So somebody who goes in and just sticks their price in and just leaves it there is not not helping their situation. No, they're not helping themselves. Yeah. Oh, interesting, right? Yes. Now, what about Airbnb? You're a resort. It so happens that every room has a kitchen. That helps with an Airbnb presence that you have, right? Not necessarily, because some people, if they're staying one night, they don't care if you've got a kitchen. Uh-huh. Airbnb, again, people are, the concept or the what they expect is to be in somebody's house. So often I get people who say, I'm staying in your home, and I have to say, no, it's a, it's a resort and... And it's not my home. Although that is changing, people are realizing now that anything can be on Airbnb. So again, they think they're getting a good rate. They think they're, in fact, you're not on Airbnb because you have to pay Airbnb. Okay, they charge us less, but they charge the person who's renting a fee. So it can actually cost you more to rent via Airbnb. So are you finding more and more your reservations moving in the last three years? Have they moved over to Airbnb more? Interesting. So So what what the OTAs are doing now, Booking.com, for example, are now, they used to be just hotels, they are taking private homes and et cetera and putting those onto the Booking. So Booking.com is stealing some of Airbnbs. So the Airbnb template is probably going to transfer over to some of what used to be just hotel-based. Yes. Now, do you think that's hurting hotel sales? All of it does, because all of it is, in a way, anything that takes from direct bookings hurts in a way but on it's another tool for you to use to gather guests so you don't want to leave any stone unturned okay if you're traveling which otr is that what you call ota online travel agent yeah which one do you use i use orbits because i used them for the last 15 20 years and it's on my computer and it's just handy and they're all the same so it's not it's not that it's not that one is better than the other necessarily huh no interesting okay And what about a Marriott? What's going to happen to Marriott, in your opinion, with all of this coming in this way? One of the values of a Marriott or a Hilton or one of those brands was that they have hotels all the way across the country. So wherever you were going, you could go to a Marriott. Well, now with Airbnb, wherever you're going, you can go to Airbnb. But with a Marriott, you know, if you like your hotel room and you like their towels and you like, you know, you're getting the same. I do like them. I like their beds, actually. Exactly. So you can feel like you have some consistency in where you're staying. Mm -hmm. Airbnb, you don't quite know what you're getting. Well, because some of it is private people who don't know what they're doing. I've booked Airbnb and you can end up in a hovel, really. 
Well, you can, and not know it. Well, and there's also some other issues around that too. Yes. But here's my next question for you. So do you think Marriott and Hilton and those kinds of companies are going to become obsolete like Xerox did? I mean, what do you think the effect's going to be? Well, in order to get people to book direct, they are offering you loyalty discounts and things like that to get you to stay with them. But they're still also going to use the OTAs and everything else. So Uh it's a battle. It's a definite battle. So do ratings matter? And if so, what can I do to help the ratings that I'm working on? Ratings matter to some extent because some people look for the lowest price, some people look for the highest rating. So ratings do matter. Some of them are out of your control. You could get low ratings because of your location or for some reason that is out of your control. But the way to counteract that is how you respond to them. Always respond to your reviews and always respond to them in a pleasant way and in a positive way. And people just want to be heard. So if they have a complaint, they want to know that you're listening Mm -hmm. and that you're going to do something about it. And also, if someone goes in to look at your reviews and hence what your ratings are, if they see that you're responding, they see that you're paying attention and sometimes a review can be totally illogical, but you respond in a nice way, they realize that that review should be discounted because the person... I think that's true, but also sometimes when you look at the reviewer... You find that all they do is put up negative reviews. Yes. And that also just, yeah, I think and that's And sometimes true. they're outrageous. Exactly. You know, they're, yeah. I'm giving them a one star because a, an ocean front room was empty and they didn't put me in it. <laughs> Even though you were paying $1.50 a night. <laughs> yes, exactly. And the, the people in the other ocean front rooms were paying a lot more than you. And you should give it to them just because it's empty and because they want it. Right. Well, well you know. I, I, yes. If I it know. was me, then yes, it should be. <laughs> I want it. I want it. Exactly. And I want it now. All right. Well, your numbers, I mean, you talk about a lady who launches. Your numbers, you've increased sales at the resort 20% each year for the last four years. So you've had this incredible growth of almost 80% over the last three to four years. Okay. I've noticed that because we work in marketing. So we get your numbers on a monthly basis. What I'm asking you is, how do you look at the last year to determine how you're going to increase for the next year? So I will look at the previous year and I'll see where I can tweak it, where I can maybe raise the price to, if it's going to be full anyway, raise the price to increase revenue. Five and ten dollars here and there can soon add up. Oh, I see. So if you increase the room rate ten dollars, that's a whole other ball game. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It all, all adds up. Increasing room rates. But I'm you're going to have that rate's going to rise and fall. So that same room, yes. you're, you're changing the rate sometimes on a daily basis. Sometimes hourly. What? What? Really? If it's supposing it's Fourth of July weekend and we've only got ten rooms left, uh-huh. as we've only got five rooms left, the price of the rooms may go up. So you're in there all the time. I am on the computer the whole time in, in the height right. of the season. Well, and I've been with you in the car, things like when I'm on the Cape and we're sort of hanging together. She never doesn't take a call. Like you are all over this like glue. It's 24-7, right? Yes. Yeah. So you're managing each of these, Travelocity, each of them, you're managing them on a minute-by-minute basis, really, in like certain, certain times. times. If it's just prior to 4th of July, yeah. Carnival, certain periods, yes. And there are other times when it's quieter and things are slower. You know, I'm not as... Okay, do you think that's what's made the difference? I guess because it's what I'm doing and look at the fingers. Yeah, yeah. It's... Well, it's funny because others, you know, we work with a number of hotels, Blue Shoe Strategy, and we haven't seen that kind of trajectory the way you've done it. But we also know that they're not dedicating a person to the specific. Is it the kind of thing where you can't be doing anything else because you're so busy doing that? Certain times of the year, yeah. yes. There are okay. certain times when you have to dedicate yourself to that is the job to do it. 
Right. So if you want to increase the revenue, you've got to pay somebody to increase the revenue. You know, it's so funny because when Blue Shoe's talking to people about Facebook or Instagram or how are you going to market better in those platforms, we talk about the fact it's not so easy. You don't just plug in, oh, I haven't posted anything today. I've got to stick something up there. It doesn't work that way. Because without engagement around a post, then you really haven't succeeded at anything. And I think what you're saying is that these offshoots that are providing you revenue have to be managed the same way a social media platform does in a consistent, constant basis where you're assessing what the competition is doing and then you're also adjusting what you're doing to that competition as well as, as you say, a weekend like a 4th of July weekend where it's going to be an easier stay. Yes, so it, it's a, like a living thing. Yeah, interesting. It's also based on the weather. It's based on what's happening in the news. You can have the weather report. People in Boston will say it's going to be a, a rainy weekend and you could see the bookings fall and you want to go and shoot them <laughs> so a lot of things can affect okay do you have a story do you have an airbnb story come on one airbnb stories well we did get oh no they didn't want us to tell this but they, we did get airbnb well we won't say any names call us to say that someone had made a booking for somewhere that didn't exist and could we put them up and airbnb would pay because... Um, what do you mean they made a booking where did it? Well, apparently, and I don't see the point in it, somebody would put up a property that actually didn't exist to see if they could get paid for somebody to rent it. And they oh, would and then like, just you'd arrive and you'd in it. You'd arrive would be, and it would be, <laughs> A, it would be an empty lot or it would be somebody's home or it wasn't... Or garbage dump. Could exactly, be anywhere. Could be, it could not exist even. Yeah. Huh. So okay. then they call Airbnb and say, I have just booked somewhere through you that doesn't exist. So Airbnb, well, we'll put you up somewhere else. So that was a little concerning. We only had one of those a few years ago, but maybe Airbnb has fixed that problem now. Well, it's also easier now with Google Maps. You can actually satellite dish. I'm sure they're checking more carefully they with must those. Be. Ad, they yeah. must be, because we just had that yeah. once. But you have all sorts of... People think often that they're coming to stay in your house. So there's... Um, and they'll show up at the front desk and they'll say, oh, I've come to stay at Louise's place. <laughs> Louise! Louise is in here. Really Her yes. home is lovely, though, and it has a pool. So yes. I highly recommend that if you've... Booked Airbnb through Louise, yes, you might want to say, I prefer with, to go to her home. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, and, and people, they're a lot more needy, Airbnb, they'll ask more questions. If you just book a hotel, you, you don't ask any more questions as a rule. But they will want to know, you know, like Where today's, to go to dinner. How, how warm is the indoor pool? Yeah. Do you oh, you got that question this morning before yes. we started taping. Yes. Yeah. Did you know how warm the indoor pool is? I do, but I can't remember. So <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up. That's not something that I hold in my memory. Okay, I'm sorry. Weirdly yeah. enough. Okay. We're, I know. I know. What's wrong with you? You can't do that. Yeah. Well, I congratulate you on how you've tackled what has been the holy grail for so many small hotels and resorts, and you've been able to totally turn it around and nail it. So I congratulate you and welcome you you to the Ladies Who Launch series where you belong, clearly. Well, thank you. What are you going to do next? A glass of wine. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks very much for the time. (laughs) 